Hello and welcome to Rhubarb episode 22. No one likes you when you're 22, as our great philosopher Taylor Swift once said. Um, This is going to be a slightly different episode today. This is going to be Rhubarb Food for Thought, because we're not going to be talking about a film or a TV series. We're going to be talking about uh, a wider reaching issue, which is uh, the future of home media. I am Jonathan Carley, and with me I have Max Wood. Say hello, Max Wood. Hello. What say hello, Max Wood? Hello, Max Wood. There we go. Okay, so I've been. This has been on my mind for a while, which is why I'm uh, I'm leading this one. Um, so basically, where where is home media going? We're at a transitional stage at the moment between physical media and digital media, and what really sort of set this off in my head and that I'm going to use as a case study is BBC Store. Uh, some of you may not be aware of BBC Store, um, and which is the reason why it is closing. <laughs> it was launched about 18 months ago and um, was going to be the BBC's new initiative to make content available in a new modern platform. So they're going to make most of their library and back catalogue available to buy and download. Um, and it hasn't quite worked out that way. Um, so they've made the announcement a couple of weeks ago that they're, they're shutting it down uh, on the 1st of November. So the reason behind their thinking was that they wanted to, um, they noticed that physical sales of media were going down, so DVD and Blu-ray. Um, so they shut down BBC Shop, which was which was their uh, website where they sold all their DVDs and merchandise, and they also had physical shops uh, across the country. And they said they were going to be more selective now about what DVDs and Blu-rays they, rele- they, they release and also start phasing some others that are currently released, fa- start phasing them out. Um, and the other opportunity that they had in mind was present content that hadn't been previously available to own um, before. So, yeah, it's all kind of gone a bit to... Got, gone a bit to pot, not entirely had the uh, success that they envisioned. So I'm going to be using that as an example, looking at where we're going and what might, where we're going and what might have gone wrong there. So at Max, I'm going to ask you, where do you see home media going in the uh, in the near or long term future? Um, near term, not nowhere really. Long term. I think we're obviously definitely seeing that decline of home media t- mm-hmm. as everyone switches over to digital, which I'm sure we'll give our opinion on at some point. Yeah, um, but I think we will we'll see that shift over to digital. I think we will see it in our lifetime. Okay, um, just because kids these days growing up, yeah, these teenagers, probably, yeah, most of them probably won't even experience uh, physical media in in a lot of ways, especially with CDs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know that's. You know, we've seen how that that's gone. It's yeah. clearly going to go the same way with DVDs and then Blu-ray and maybe well, 4K really. Yeah, we're able to stream that if if we want to. Well, that's such a tragic thought though that there's a generation growing up that may never touch a DVD. It's sad enough that there is a whole generation that don't know what a VHS is. Yeah. There's a whole generation that may never touch like physical media. That's quite scary actually and i was going to say that i don't think we will see it in our lifetime but thinking about that it's very plausible that we will see that that gradual phase out results in absolutely no physical media oh that's made me feel a little bit uncomfortable (laughs) so okay um what, what why do you think um like digital media is is becoming as has taken off in the way it has 
what what are the major okay, so, benefits that you, that you see? Well, uh, so the another part of what kind of spurred this conversation on was an article uh, by the Guardian, mm-hmm. um, which was titled "Film and TV Streaming and Downloads Overtake DVD Sales for First Time." If anyone wants to look it up, uh, but what we'll, we'll put a link there, in the description. Yeah, is uh, we've got a couple of graphs and they're comparing physical and digital medias so we've got a DVD one and a uh, one for music as well and what's interesting is both of them uh, there is a sharp upturn or downturn depending on which one you're looking at um, where Spotify came into play and also where Netflix came into play in, in the UK anyway mm-hmm. um, we would have had a little film uh, maybe a year or two before that uh, came out here anyway but it just proves I think that ease of use is king mm-hmm. uh, and if you can whack something on in the next five minutes then people are going to do that no matter whether you can get your next day delivery on a Blu-ray or, or not really. But what are the, what are the practical things? Well there's stuff like um, a very simple one is, is space. You know like um, we only have finite amounts of space in our homes for our, our DVD and Blu-ray collections um, and like with, with the box set, with DVD the box set took off didn't it because we were able to rather get in stacks of brick like videos we were getting a lot slimmer you know packaging for dvds this is the next stage where you eliminate all that altogether and um, do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing at my parents house that we probably have like a thousand dvds mm. <laughs> but we've kind of built the space for them so i mean I suppose it'd be nice to get rid of them but i like having them i like having the physical thing yeah, I think there's a psychological aspect with you know, when you go and make the transaction for something, getting something physical um, you know, in in return. It just it, it it is a psychological thing. It just makes you feel like you're getting something. When it's digital, it's a bit intangible. But do you think there's also uh, an, an aspect of having something to have it? Saying, I really appreciate this film or series. I want something that represents it rather than it just being yes, yes, know, yes, yes. Definitely. That tends to be the only case where I do buy uh, Blu-rays or maybe even 4K Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I bought uh, La La Land in 4K the other week. I don't have a 4K TV or anything to play it with yet, but I'm just kind of... I enjoyed it that much that I want to have it. You want to have the best experience exactly. at some point down the line. For when, yeah, when I do get a 4K TV eventually. And, you know, it comes with the Blu-ray as well and mm-hmm. everything like that, so... Um, you know the films like that, the ones that I really enjoy, I will pick up the physical copy for. But mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes I do probably end up waiting for Netflix. You know, it doesn't always deliver. Yeah, um, it's it's a fu- it's a funny playing field that we've got because Netflix series sometimes they just go direct to Netflix. Like for example, Better Better Call Saul. Every time the episode airs, it's on Netflix. As soon as it's finished, it's almost like catch up in that that respect. Films, not so much because there's so much money involved. They want to get, um, uh, they, they want to accumulate some return on home media sales, which is a one-off payment as opposed to a subscription, um, yeah. which is a contract that is done with uh, the streaming service rather than with the uh, the individual consumer. So they say, okay, uh, we want to host your film for twelve months. Uh, we'll pay you X amount of dollars, 
How's that sound? Mm, well, we can have both. We can have our cake and eat it. We can stream it in a year's time, or we can sell the DVD and Blu-ray within that first 12 months of release. There's um, different ways of looking at it. That's a very very grand generalisation of, uh, of the playing field we've got, but that's roughly what we're looking at in some cases. If a film's a flop, then they'll just whack it up on Netflix overnight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, what about cost for the consumer? Um, like with downloads, sometimes it's cheaper, sometimes it's re- it's really not, and you get yeah. less for your money. But also um, with subscriptions, you're paying and paying and paying, but you don't own anything, and it can disappear at any point. Yeah, I think that's with subscriptions. I think that's the trade-off for having such a low cost. You know, um, I mean, I'm, I'm subscribed to. Uh, Netflix, Amazon, Now TV, Spotify, You've got everything. Uh, my, almost everything that I know of, um, and you know they're all very low cost. You know, the cost of those four is probably still less than a, uh, you know, than buying Sky what you would watch individually, TV subscription, or or yeah, or buying them individually. You know, it's good value, and I think that's the trade-off. You know, you you might lose access to them at any point. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, they're quite good about it. You know, they do let you know when stuffs going. Although I've been burned by that in the past, halfway oh, yes. through a series, and then next day it's gone. Yeah, that's uh, that's always good. Yeah, sometimes um, things happen that the that both yourself and the content provider aren't always in control of. Like for example, I believe yeah. Netflix had a big fallout with Comedy Central a few years ago. All their shows disappeared overnight. Um, mm. So yeah, there there is that that you're not in control of which is uh, which is a shame uh, and something we'll come back to in, in a moment but uh, what about digital space like aside from subscriptions you've also got downloads um like yeah physical space is an issue when you buy dvds and box sets but what about um digital space because you're downloading onto your computer or whatever um how do you how do you manage that um well I'm not. I've never really bought anything off iTunes because I don't really see. Uh, I, don't, I don't see it as good value for for what you're getting mm. uh, with with the way it's priced. Um, but as far as I'm aware, on on the digital copies that I have got through buying Blu-ray packs, um, you don't have to download it, which is quite a nice thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it can always stay in the cloud, and then when you want it, you can get it and then yeah, get rid of it, it again. Um, so that's quite useful, actually. I quite like that. But then again, if that ever goes, if if that service ever uh, gets shut down, then you're going to lose access to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's unlikely with iTunes, but with anything else, like well, you were saying, the BBC Store. But yeah, coming back to uh, DVD Store, uh, DVD Store, BBC Store, like you, um, like you just said, um, because it's shutting down. What they're having to do is um, on the first of November, your content is gone. Everything you paid for is gone. Uh, thankfully the BBC is refunding everything that you've put in. Um, so you get a full refund of every, everything that you've bought, which must be cost, costing them a fortune because they've also thrown in a £20 Amazon video voucher as well. Um, so my eyes are watering at just the thought of the cost that they've got in there. But it just goes to show that the contract with uh, digital media is always on the side of the distributor. Like when you buy a DVD, you've bought it, it's in your home, it's yours. Short of the distributor breaking into your house, taking your DVDs away and burning them, uh, 
it it's yours to hold on to but you only own the physical medium not the content so when you're just buying the content alone the distributor can get rid of that loophole of you, you know, selling it on the secondary market or whatever and take that back when they see fit they can terminate that contract and it's in the t's and c's if you read them no one ever does so because it's just a load of waffle they can take that back turn terminate the contract give you your money back and as far as they're concerned everything's absolutely fine and dandy because it's all kept within that bubble so does that kind of thinking make you feel a bit uncomfortable that you don't actually it really drives home the fact that you we've been living under this illusion of uh of 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 uh, media ownership and now it's we're just paying access for this bubble not for like I said not not for the ownership uh, I mean as I was saying before I think it's okay if the cost is significantly lower mm-hmm. but well in, in that case it's quite good if you get your money back because well I presume you've watched everything that you bought so you might use that money to buy something else yeah, not yeah, not necess- not necessarily, but yeah, in, in my case, I didn't really buy a great deal of stuff because I'll be honest, the BBC Store wasn't a great service. It was, it hadn't been, <laughs> it hadn't been perfected before they brought it out. It basically never worked properly. It's even more shocking that these are the people that pioneered the iPlayer, catch up TV. When that launched, it was revolutionary, and now they've released this useless piece of crap. <laughs> so, um, it's it's hard to tell what's gone wrong. And it's also left them without a direct outlet for their content, which is really worrying because they've put all their eggs in one basket and now they've thrown the basket away. <laughs> so um, wh- where do we go from here is, is, is the big question. And I'm sh- like the BBC store is a separate example. Uh, the playing field is the same for any download service. If they decide to, for whatever reason, they decide that they no longer want to... Um, give you access to this content then they can take it away um how do you feel about that uh, i mean obviously that's not ideal no <laughs> but if you get any money back then i'm i don't know i'm not that bothered if you weren't getting your money back then you know i'd be mad okay yeah well yeah you get, you get any money back well th- thankfully ah. in most cases terms and conditions and the contract would would allow that but would you be a bit annoyed that it's like if that was the only channel to get that content from that they decide decided no nope, no more we don't want you to have this. I mean, I guess so. I guess so that and that well, it could potentially be a massive problem, you know, if if that happens more, um, because how else are you going to get it? I, mean, I presume there's no way. Yeah, I, I, I think we're in the long, a long way from anything like that happening just yet. But I'm I'm more thinking of a case of. If, for example, Amazon Video decided to shut up shop, you know, that's a big. I don't. I'm not saying it will, um, but a lot you of mean people. The physical purchasing side of Amazon Video, or no, like the digital, the, the digital side. Okay. Well, I mean, it just wouldn't happen. It just wouldn't happen. But if it did, um, this is hypothetical. You know, <laughs> if, if something that rivaled those services came along, and they just said it decided, uh, no, we can't do this anymore. Well, uh, your library's gone. We'll give you your money back, but your library's gone. Yeah. yeah. See what you mean? Uh, I suppose it's more of an inconvenience than anything. But I mean, it really depends how much of a library you've got. Mm. I don't know. I mean, but, but when we're being we're ushered, pretty big on physical media, aren't we? So. Well, yeah, but we're being ushered into this new, this new, uh, new environment. So it, it, it's something that we have to consider going forwards. 
but I suppose we'll have to think about that when it's happened. BBC Store has been a warning for that, I think. Um, but more going in towards why has it failed? Um, I think there are several reasons for that. They've made content that hasn't been previously available. There's probably a reason for that. Maybe people just don't want to watch the content that isn't available anyway. There hasn't been demand for it. Um, but on the other hand, a lot of the content has been available on DVD for a long time. Uh, also, the value... Um, you're paying the same price as a DVD and not getting any extra content or bonus material, which is something else I want to talk out, talk about a bit later on. Um, and also the fact that they've just been a bit too late to the game. If the BBC had done, for example, a streaming service rather than a download service, that might have been a bit more successful because um, they've basically said streaming has killed us with competition from um, other platforms that being streaming and established platforms for downloading, such as iTunes, have just not allowed it to to take off in this narrow window uh, that it's had. And competition from itself, from itself, because it has, like I said, had iPlayer for catch-up. Most series uh, upon airing are available on there um, for catch-up for at least a month. Um, so they kind of shot themselves in the foot, really, there. Yeah, they? and just hasn't been quite that meshing together of the two. If it had been an extension of iPlayer then things might have been a different story. Um, but would you say that, would you agree that that's probably what it is, that they've been killed by streaming and been trying to follow the success well, rather than make its own success? I think, well, what kind of content did they have on there? Was it recent uh, series it, or was it stuff going back years? It was a mix of both. It was anything that was on DVD was more or less available instantly uh, or yeah. anything that had aired had been available instantly. In a lot of cases, when it was still available on iPlayer, um, and others, yeah, completely raiding the archives for quite obscure stuff. I can't really pick anything off the top of my head. I mean, maybe they just didn't give it long enough because if it's been it's aired and then it's been on iPlayer for thirty days and then it's out on DVD, no mm-hmm. one's going to buy it right away, really, are they? Yeah, it's and- you want that time period to pass like you do with. Um, you know, film releases on on Amazon and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You, know, you might have six months where you sort of start thinking, "Oh, quite you know, quite like to see that again." And if the store's been only open eighteen months, mm-hmm. you're not really giving yourself much time for people to go back and think, "Oh, I'd quite like to buy that series." So, if the BBC Store was instead a streaming service, do you think that might have been more successful? Well, I guess you... the well, would the costs have been about a lot lower to keep it going? I don't know. I don't know. It would probably be another subscription service. And with the unique way the BBC is funded, would people be comfortable paying for their license fee and then paying a subscription to view the archive whenever they like? No chance. Yeah, that's the tricky thing about it. And I think another reason why the BBC store is shut down is not necessarily lack of demand, but the fact that it's been squeezed and squeezed and squeezed so much uh, to um, to get its funding sort of streamlined. Uh, is another reason why they just probably haven't been afford, able to afford to keep it afloat and keep it open. I think they would probably benefit by probably partnering with another service and say, this is our main provider, um, or something like yeah. that, of our BBC content, and making it as part of a wider package rather than saying, just BBC. Uh, maybe we'll see it reincarnated in, uh, in another shape or form, but I'm more concerned about with the digital platform disappearing and physical sales uh, being depleted and the BBC saying part of our plan was to gradually phase out 
our physical releases, where that's going to lead us um, with getting hold of things that we do want uh, in the long term. So time will ultimately tell on that. But let's take a moment to look at the market as a whole, referring back to this Guardian article. Um, so just to look at some some stats, 2015 saw physical download, physical uh, media and download media converge to the same level for the first time, with digital sales rising and physical sales falling. Now, I don't think this is a surprise to either of us, really. Um, that's just the way it's been going. And a lot of in a lot of instances, you get a digital copy with your physical copy. So it only makes sense for for that to converge at this point. Um, but it does mark a significant downturn in physical uh, physical media sales. Um, the most um, sorry, streaming also surged by twenty three percent in the UK, uh, worth around one point three billion pounds in twenty sixteen, um, ahead of DVD and Blu Ray, which fell by seventeen percent to below one billion pounds for the first time. That is a huge marker um however you've got to remember that the music tv film and computer games market is still worth 2.2 billion so there is still a market for um for physical media out there it's just a case of finding that balance now now music is the interesting thing because um it was only recently that downloads really took off and similarly to streaming streaming came off the back of piracy when you think about it uh, because people were just downloading what they wanted to watch. Um, streaming service clocked onto that and saying, what if we just make an official channel where we can guarantee high-quality uh, copies of everything and, well, and yeah, more? They just realised that, it, again, it's down to ease of use. You know, yeah. If someone can download it, they will download it. Yeah, same with music, because you had the same problem. You had uh, people downloading albums and music, and they said, what if we just make official downloads that's how itunes took off and 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 all that and yeah we saw the people thought it would be the death of music but quite the contrary music sales have increased um to to a high now we still have cds um and we also see we're seeing the revival of vinyl um which is a bit of a surprise uh, we've lost the, lost the single but similarly with dvds you're not getting single episodes released on dvd now you're getting you're getting the box set instead um, do you think history is going to repeat itself in this way with with TV and film, similar to to music? Well, what in terms of the fact that vinyl's back, so VHS might come back? Well, not just that, but also that there will still be a market for physical media. I think, yeah, I think there's going to be a market for a long time. Um, do you, you think know, that I, will eventually fizzle out? I think, it, yeah, as I said at the start, I think I think it probably will. Not kind of not intentionally, just through younger generations not never really using it um mm-hmm. h- hard to say really uh well, well I can't see can't see something like vhs having a comeback like vinyl. No, not, yeah. <laughs> that would be fun <laughs> but no <laughs> well vinyl's still got the quality yeah uh, whereas vhs hasn't yeah <laughs> and i think vinyl is more of a symbolic thing um yeah it's a collectible item as well it's nice <laughs> VHS is not. It is a brick. Yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> a plastic turd. <laughs> oh, I have many fond memories of those plastic turds. They were loyal. You can, you can put a plastic turd back in a player and you'll remember where you left off 20 years ago. 
Not even vinyl <laughs> gives you I that. More like, I remember more Laserdisc. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, do you think like um, DVD and Blu-ray? Like I said, we've we've already discussed about having that as something to have. But do you think like special edition releases in twenty years down the line, when physical media is less in demand, do you think that'll come back round? Uh, tricky, isn't it? Because it's kind of all down to the packaging. Mm. It depends on what you get with it. Yeah, exactly. Because at the moment we're getting less and less and less, and there was a huge controversy uh, last year over um, Star Wars: The Force Awakens, uh, which was the biggest selling physical media uh, last year of two point three million. I think is either pounds or dollars. Did you buy it? I did buy it on DVD, and I was yeah 2.3 million pounds it was i did buy it on dvd yeah. and i was one of those people who's frustrated that it came with nothing it was available for streaming uh in canada and for buying the dvd you got the same amount of content as the people streaming in canada you got no extras you got no download code and DV- uh, disney has made this policy in that um that the their DVDs no longer come with extras or anything because they consider Blu-ray to be the medium of choice for the film collector, basically. Which I thought was quite contradictory because extras are... The technical term for extras is value-added material, i.e. stuff it doesn't really cost... It's there. It doesn't really cost a great deal to stick it on. So why bother not sticking it on? Why not just make it the same well, platform? To make you spend more money, Johnny. Huh? To make you spend more money. Well, yeah, I know, and it's created this messy minefield of you get so you get a certain package with the DVD, you get a certain package with the Blu-ray, you get a certain package with the 3D DVD, the 3D Blu-ray rather. You get a certain certain package when you buy it online, and similarly with all these different channels and media, you've got no consistent sort of hub for finding all your content. Um, which I think is if if digital media is to really take off. That needs to be sorted out. There needs to be one central source for getting your content, uh, which we just don't have at the moment, which is which I find really frustrating because it's like, well, what do you commit to? And it's all evolving so fast. Like, for example, the people that backed HD DVD came, when it came out uh, was superseded by Blu-ray. What they bought is a load of junk now. So what... Uh, yeah, but that was so early on. Well, yeah, was... but... It was the same with uh, Betamax and VHS when that first came out. You know, wh- which horse do you back? And with it moving so fast, you don't know what the next thing is going to be. I think it's fair to say that it is all going to be digital, um, but in what shape or form is it going to be? So that's the that's the real million dollar question that we're going to have to uh, going to have to face going on. Like, do we pick a source and commit, or do we just have to accept it's going to be through all these diversified channels? And home media sales have overall risen um, by 2.2% to 2.25 billion. So it's actually going up, but just on a different platform. But then are people buying multiple copies, buying a digital copy copy and a physical copy? I mean, what do you do? When was the last time you bought a DVD or something digital? Uh, Like, well, I bought La La Land on Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. About two weeks ago. And are you just going to stick with that or are you going to get another copy? No, well, that came. Well, I bought the 4K Blu-ray, which came with. Oh, so it comes with the digital regular copy. Blu-ray and also a digital download. But if it didn't, would you go out your way to get both? Nah, 
No. <laughs> nah. Because it might be on Amazon or Netflix at some point. I'm not going to go buy a digital download. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, own, that's fair. But could also, what, that, though. That could what, be eaten into iTunes. Yeah. So it might be on Netflix. Stop people from buying it. That's true. If it, what you mean if to do like exclusivity or something like that? Well, I mean, just if if it's in your mind, oh, I'll wait for it on Netflix or mm-hmm. wait for it to be on Amazon, then you're not going to go on iTunes and buy it, are you? You're just going to wait it out. You never know; it might not turn up. But I have that sort of attitude sometimes. Oh, I'll wait for it to be on Netflix. I don't even consider buying it on iTunes or wherever else. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does make sense. Uh, it's it's kind of gamble that you have to play. It depends on how much uh, how much you want it and how much demand there is, I suppose. Like for example, um, a lot of the time downloads they'll be up a week. They'll be released a week before the physical copy. Um, does that appeal to you at all? Would you say, oh, I'll buy the download first just so I can I can have it. I can have it now. No, no. Um... I mean, what? The, I'd rather just wait for the Blu-ray, unless it was it was coming out on download, maybe first rather than being at the cinema. Then I might consider it. Okay, because it's, so, it's at the cinema, you get the hype there, and then it's like, yeah, not intentionally want to be involved in the hype, but you kind of want to talk about it when other people are talking about it. So. Mm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that then... how that evolves. I don't think they'll let that happen because if you look at it in one way, cinema is kind of like pay per view because um, you go in, you pay your ten, fifteen quid to see the latest release once, plus all the adverts that come with it. So that's that is the 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 the, the huge crux of you know, financing Hollywood and filmmaking. So I don't think they'd say, oh, but you could have the cinema experience at home as we release a download at the same time. Maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's, But maybe we'll end up seeing you know, direct-to-download before you get the physical release. I don't know, maybe. I, I, it's, it's weird. It's going to be in a way that we can't predict, possibly. So. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? So the grand conclusion to this is we have no idea what is happening. <laughs> um, but do you think we'll see the end of physical media uh, within our lifetimes? Yep. You think well, it's going mean, to happen? There's never going to be the end. Is that it's always going to be around, but there's going to be much less of it around. I think. Yeah, it's going to be phased. Out. It's going to be. It's going to become a niche thing. I think is what we're going to get. Similarly to like we've been saying about vinyl, it's going to be the thing to have it if you really, really want it. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's what we're going to have to keep an eye on. So we may revisit this in another ten years or so, <laughs> and see where we're at then. Uh, we might be getting content streamed directly to our brains, uh, but you know, time is going to tell. It'll, in the end, it'll be whatever makes most money. You know? um, I just my main concern at the moment is declaring it dead before it's dead is going to be what's cl- what's going to kill it <laughs> you know, that that premature uh that premature announcement but anyway we've been talking far too long about this um so we're going to round it off there 
Um, if you've enjoyed this uh, rhubarb food for thought, please do let us know. If you've got any other topics you'd like us to discuss, because uh, we've got a couple in the back of our minds um, that we may bring up at some point, uh, then please, by all means, suggest them to us. You can contact us on Twitter. You can get me at Jonathan underscore Carly. You can get M- Max Wood at... Max Wood. At Max Wood. <laughs> you can also email us at... Uh, rhubarb underscore podcast at gmail.com and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter so we'll post the article to the we'll post a link to the article that we've been reading in the description below and please join us next time for our next episode so in the meantime it is goodbye from me and it's goodbye from me farewell farewell adieu goodbye Mm -hmm.